Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I am joined by Jamie. That's me. It is. Hooray. <laughs> Thank you for being on my podcast once more. You know, it's always a pleasure, honestly. You know, I feel like maybe we should start calling it our podcast. I mean, I wouldn't get to that point, but... <laughs> you do do all of the work. <laughs> So today, ladies and gentlemen, we will be watching a Netflix original movie called Rebecca, which was released this year sometime, I think within the past few months even, Mm -hmm. it's a relatively new movie. Um, And the kind of the overview of it is that a nameless woman who is only ever referred to as Mrs. DeWinter Mm -hmm. um, marries a rich man named Mr. DeWinter or Max, Maxim. Yeah. And kind of moves into his huge estate under the looming shadow of his dead wife. Yeah. So he, his original wife, first wife, had died just a few months before. And now he has remarried Mrs. DeWinter, who is never given a name. She's not. Yeah. What do you think about that choice, first of all? Well, at first I was like, I didn't realize that that was the choice. I thought that I just had missed it, you know, because I don't always pay attention to names in movies. Um, But then it became more obvious that she didn't have a name. And I kind of thought it was an interesting decision for them to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Because the name of the movie is the name of his dead ex or dead previous wife, Rebecca. Yeah. It's just, she Um, gets a name, but. Right. She gets the title name even. Yeah. But Mrs. DeWinter does not get a name. curious (laughs) maybe she never had one to begin with maybe (laughs) she was just you know like ladies made x and she became (laughs) sister winter (laughs) see at first it made sense to me like i thought oh okay well they're not giving her a name because compared to rebecca like he'll never love anybody you know that he loved Rebecca so she is just Mrs. DeWinter to him that she has no real name but as the story progresses and you find out that that's not the case mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense that like I kind of was thinking at the end like he would call her by her name because yeah. I'm assuming he knows it <laughs> yeah <laughs> he doesn't just call her Mrs. DeWinter right um, but he never does he doesn't at all it's kind of no. funny that you says you that you say um he would call her by her name because the main character, Maxim, or the second main character, Maxim, is actually played by Army Hammer, who was in a film re- two years ago called Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By My Name? Whatever it's oh. called. But that was a big success in the LGBTQ community. Um, oh, so he's, he's pretty well known. But that was kind of funny. But yeah, so we never learned her name. But that aside, um, what are your initial thoughts about the movie? Um, I, I did enjoy it. Um, I thought that like my overall impression is that it's a movie that is filmed in a way where everything seems very intense and serious, but in reality, there's not actually much happening that really matters in the grand scheme of life. Like no one's about to die or, you know, be ill or injured or anything, but everything is filmed. Like, like there's a a murderer around the next corner kind of thing. True. Yeah. It's got very much that sort of like old timey mystery show vibe. Um, Yeah. Almost like, like borderline, like the music you would expect in like a horror movie, like where it's, up to like a jump scare kind of thing but then it never happens yeah. because 
there's not actually a lot of like high stakes things happening. <laughs> right. Well, and it's very much like it, it was reminiscent of, I think partly because it was like in a 300 year old manor house, but it was slightly reminiscent of Bly in a yes, way. And so yeah. I was like, ah, I make the whole time because partly because of the cinematography, but also because of, you know, everything else, I expected there to be like this huge paranormal twist. Yes, so did I. <laughs> and then there wasn't. and and even my husband like watched it with me and we kept thinking that like Rebecca was going to come back to life and I kept thinking no this isn't blind this isn't (laughs) like this is a different movie if this one doesn't have ghosts in it I don't think yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so that that was a shock just because it never happened but right And, and because it's filmed in a way where it makes you expect something like that is going to happen. I kept like waiting for the big twist or the big yeah. reveal that was going to be, you know, what this has all been leading up to, but that doesn't ever really happen. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. And it's also like, you know, we, we do, I understand that narratively why we see this, but there's this progression of like, you know, anytime Rebecca's mentioned or things go back to the talk about, about her, Max just gets like visibly angry each time. And so like, I think, you know, we are, it was setting, it it seems at first that the story is setting him up to be like this really horrible dude who like, you know, outright, like, you know, murdered his wife because he hated, you know, just be, well, I mean, he did, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) but in a way that's like malicious and like, you know, I guess I thought I did think that he had killed her, but yeah. I thought it was going to be like in just uh, an act of rage that right, was not exactly, you know, like he just you know hit her really hard and knocked her down and killed her accidentally that's, or something. That's what I was trying to say with my stumbling words, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. But it's true that we do find out that he did <laughs> technically kill her. He did. It's um, true. But we also learned that she was kind of like apparently a terrible person. Well, not only that she was a terrible person, but like that she kind of goaded him into her. Like she wanted him to kill her and and, and it works. And that's why I think that he says at the end, like, oh, she's one, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Because she does. Right. Yeah. So, um for anyone who decided to listen to our podcast without watching the film, thank you. But also, we don't recommend that. But <laughs> but, but uh, just to clarify, um, the reason that she ultimately goads him into killing her is because she has very very little time to live, because she has basically a huge um, uh, very, uterine tumor or something. Yeah, very advanced, like oh, like uterine or ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so she and she and this is takes place probably in like the 1930s yeah. because at one point they pull out an invitation and it had the date 1935 on it oh, and okay. that was probably from a year or two previous because there was an invitation to Rebecca who was dead right. so <laughs> probably was like a year or two old um, so there probably wasn't a lot of treatment options for whatever she had wrong with her during that time period and I think the doctor even told her you you're basically have a couple of months to live and those are going to be very painful months so yeah. she was for you know the, a way out essentially and the way that she does that is by lying to her husband and telling him that she's pregnant with another man's child and goading him into into killing her basically right. <laughs> yeah which was an interesting suicide <laughs> yeah definitely so yeah. it's also in like my like uh, yeah okay max does kill rebecca 
but also Rebecca kind of kills herself, you know? Yeah. It's both in in my opinion. <laughs> oh yeah, I think so too. And it's um I mean ultimately it works out for them that he's basically cleared. Yeah. Because it takes the fact that she wasn't pregnant takes away the, you know, the motive. But Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's And I think that like I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that I was under the impression that Rebecca probably wanted him to end up in jail also you know like to get caught for killing him like she wanted him to kill her but also wanted him to get caught for it because she was just a good person (laughs) right i would agree he does not get caught right i mean especially because he you know she seemed to have like made up her mind about this because even the doctor said that she he like he's not surprised at all that she took her own life because Apparently, whatever she said or did during the, you know, the meeting with him made it clear that she was pretty, you know, downtrodden about it, which I mean, understandably, but right. But also like to the point where I think he was concerned that she would try to take her own life kind of thing. Yeah. Like the doctor was. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, yeah, the fact that she contacts her cousin who she'd been like sleeping with and stuff to be like, I have something important to tell you. And then basically like, you know coerces her husband into killing her is kind of like yeah i agree that it was in many ways a sort of like final you know a final swing at max to be like well you're gonna go down for this bye which okay so what what is her deal why does she hate max so much because he seems like a decent guy a little bit of a temper but not somebody you'd want to like send to jail for the rest of his life (laughs) yeah my understanding of this or like one thing i thought was that you know her um what the hell was her name danny is it dan this is danvers yeah, she. I just realized that they probably called her Danny because her last name's Danvers. But oops. yeah, I don't know. I don't think that they ever actually said her her first name yeah. unless it is Danny. Danny Danvers. Danny Danvers. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but um, we will call her that from now on. Yeah, the way that she was talking about, you know, the fact that like the house would only ever be Rebecca's, and like, you know, that was hers, and like they were there because of blah blah blah. It made me wonder if like. You know, she, it seemed like she was only ever in this relationship just for the status of it all. And then I don't think that there was probably ever any love between her and, and him. She just knew that he needed to marry an heir or need to, needed to marry someone in order to keep the house. Cause I'm sure like that kind of information spreads around. Right. And so she weaseled her way in to marrying him. Um, but then made it clear that like everything is, I think he even said this at one point, like, you know, she, you know, set down, set her foot down or whatever that expression is. Um, and was like, everything's going to be the way I want it because this is my house and this is my life now. So it seemed like, like she just wanted the status, you know? She did. And she knew that because of who Mr. DeWinter is, we get the impression that he's like a very high standing member of society he like she basically told him i'm gonna sleep with whoever i want and just live my life however i want and you'll never divorce me because you don't want the scandal of that on your family name right and she kind of knew that she could take advantage of him and and do whatever she wanted but i guess i don't understand why because he doesn't seem like that evil of a person right (laughs) want to do that too but i guess like they do say several people mention his like famous temper so maybe he and we see a little bit of rage from him, but 
Not to the extent that he like, does he hit anyone? I can't remember. I don't think so. We just see him getting like angry as far as like he would yell and yeah. and like tell um, Mrs. DeWinter, you know, you have to do whatever it is, you know, right now kind of thing. Get out of here. Go take that off kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. But um, yeah, but maybe Rebecca was just like, cruel person which is weird because everybody else just seemed to love her and think that she had like the most amazing personality you know you couldn't you couldn't help but love her kind of thing but in reality she was like cruel and selfish that's kind of thing about like is it sociopaths or psycho one of the two that like are able like they know what to do in order to like convince people to be on their side you know what i mean like they know how to weasel their way in so it could be that situation where like she wanted to be perceived as like, you know, this very, like the best person essentially so that, um, nobody you know, would ever, award exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which, Which works. Yeah. It does. <laughs> it's effective. <laughs> but, um, yeah. What did you, yeah, I guess like one of the parts that I found strange was like the sleepwalking stuff. Yeah. And, and like, he does seem very obsessed with Rebecca still. Yeah. And maybe it's just like the haunting memory of killing her. Yeah. But definitely seems, and the dogs too seem like obsessed with this Rebecca lady. It kind of gives it like the, the feeling that the house is haunted by Rebecca, even though it's not a ghost story. Right. Maybe some bad juju lingering around. <laughs> maybe. I don't imagine he's nice to the dogs either, though. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But it doesn't seem like he's very nice to the dogs either, though. So. Oh, that's true. Nobody's <laughs> nice to the dogs, for I my know. opinion. Sad. <laughs> the dogs, always. Yeah. I, it was interesting to have, like, Mrs. Stanford's whole, whole role in this was kind of interesting to me. This is, oh, Mrs. Danvers, yeah. Yeah. So her deal seems to be that she was Rebecca's, I guess, lady's maid or something. Probably mm-hmm. her nanny when she was a child because she said that she ra- you know, helped to raise her when she was a child and probably grew into being like her lady's maid as she became an adult. And it kind of makes it seem like Rebecca or that Mrs. Danvers was maybe like in love with Rebecca. That's the feeling I got too. Either that or saw her as like a child, kind of like a mother. She felt herself as like a motherly figure towards Rebecca. I'm not sure which way they were going with that. but it, Yeah, it seemed for me like romantic obsession, but. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's more accurate. Like it wasn't returned. Like Rebecca didn't love Mrs. Danvers, but mm. again, made Mrs. Danvers believe that, you know, she could kind of thing to just to keep her stringer along kind of thing. Yeah, could be. <clears throat> but um Mrs. Danvers' obsession with Rebecca is is very interesting. Like, you know, to the point that she literally burns down the entire estate at the end <laughs> to prevent anyone else from having it. When it wasn't Rebecca's to begin with, it was in Mr. DeWinter's family. <laughs> so it's right. not like I had been born and raised there or something and had any real claim to it. Right. I mean, I guess like maybe she felt that because Rebecca, I guess, did he, I can't remember the story now. Did he have to 
Because they mentioned the inheritance thing, but did he just have to be married in order to inherit the the house, or did he need to like produce an heir? I don't think that he had to be married or produce an heir to inherit the house. Like he would have gotten it regardless, but Definitely. like in order for it to have stayed in the family, right. he needed to produce an heir um, with somebody. Otherwise, it would have gone to like I think his sister's child or something. Gotcha. So, if he, you know, wanted it to stay in his direct bloodline, he needed to produce an heir for it. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's just like that crazy obsession with status and stuff that made her feel like it was her house. And then Danvers just was so diehard for Rebecca that she was like, yep, this is her house. Bye. (laughs) I will now burn it to the ground and then, jump off a 10 foot ledge into water that I definitely could have swam in. (laughs) No medicine. She's dead. (laughs) Like nobody, a child could have jumped off that ledge and been fine. (laughs) if they swim. (laughs) Maybe she can't swim. Well, she didn't make any attempt. She just (laughs) let it sink. (laughs) True. So that was a bizarre suicide as well. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about mm-hmm. Mrs. De Winter, the nameless wife. Okay. Because she, I mean, it, she's sort of the main character. Yeah. I would say, you know, she's certainly in like the most scenes of the movie, but yet she has very little role or character development <laughs> and no like she stays pretty stagnant through the entire yeah um, show i would say i mean the only yeah and the only thing that she does is like get more and more obsessed with max i think well and like she becomes obsessed with the idea of Max still being in love with Rebecca is like True. what she, she's more obsessed with Rebecca and like yeah. jealous of Rebecca kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess she's like, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I guess she has like the smallest arc where like, it's through her that we sort of, you know, are, are wandering around this story of like, did he, you know, what was Max's real intention? Like, did he kill her out of malice? Did he, you know, like what happened? Because she also like starts to believe that he's like a bad dude um, because of the, I think the jealousy bit as well. Cause he starts, you know, she starts to think she'll never be re- be able to replace Rebecca and stuff. But um, at the end, when she finds out like exactly what Rebecca meant to him, which was nothing, right? she comes around, but then she's basically the same as she was at the beginning, meaning she was, willing to do anything for him without questioning it she she easily left her job and her life at the beginning for him without without thinking twice about it for the most part and she pretty easily supports him not she doesn't care so much that he killed somebody just as long as he wasn't in love with them right that really mattered to her yeah she's even willing to like do it like bribe people cover things even though her bribe almost gets him thrown in jail Right. And and her whole, like, she doesn't really play an important role in getting him freed from jail either because she goes through all this trouble of, like, breaking into the doctor's office and discovering that Rebecca had cancer. But in reality, that would have just been yeah. discovered a few moments later by the investigators who were well, there. 
Yeah, I think so, for, I think for that she was assuming. I mean, ultimately it led to nothing, but I think she was assuming that she would find something about the child, and then right. she could re- destroy destroy it. that, right? But but yeah, <laughs> but that wasn't even necessary because you know, right? Ultimately, if- no, it wasn't necessary at the time, but it, it wasn't. So like even that, like it's kind of like everything she does is insignificant. Like yeah. she didn't. It all plays in, I think, to the whole idea that she doesn't even have a name, you know? <laughs> yeah. And she's also, like, like naive in a lot of ways, it seems. Like, you, you should expect that Danvers, who's been out to get you this entire time, wouldn't suddenly, like, at the drop of a hat, change her tune. And then she right. sort of, like, sets her up to, like, piss off Max at the dance and, like, all of this stuff. And it's like, you really thought she was, like, changing her ways? Did you think that Mrs. Danvers was changing her ways in that scene in the movie? I wanted to, <laughs> but I couldn't allow myself to like fully accept that because she had been so staunchly against her the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I was like, there's no way this woman is actually going to try and help her. <laughs> no. And, and then, the- yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, when they show like the, the idea of her wearing that dress mm-hmm. for all, um, when it's introduced, you know, by the by the maid there, I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. It's, it's not it's not um, Mrs. De Winter's idea; it's somebody else's. Um, yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't Miss Danvers Mrs. Danvers' idea either. But yeah, I'm not surprised with how that ended. <laughs> well, yeah, but ultimately it was like I, I did like that added added step of like you know Mrs. De Winter or I'm sorry Mrs. Danvers also, um, you know, getting the the poor Clarice in on it like unbeknownst to her but who gets upgraded from like a servant to a lady's maid by by Mrs. De Winter simply not having one and being like oh oh she could do it yeah I'm glad she survived at the end after the burning (laughs) yeah holy shit I mean how much lighter fluid or gasoline did that woman put on that house a ton apparently (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was just like a giant fireball. <laughs> she just like, you know, yeah, they must have had quite the storehouse of gas that she just poured all over the entire place. I guess so. I'm honestly surprised she didn't just like burn herself in the house. But... I'm kind of surprised that she didn't even just, like, yeah, accidentally get herself <laughs> in there because that was like the fact that anybody got out was kind of impressive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mean, I guess what I mean must be what happened back in in the olden days uh, when there would be a big fire like that. Like literally, they must just let it burn out because, like, what else could they have done in that time period with a with a fire that big? You know. Right. I feel like we also get the idea that they're like really in the country as well. Right. You know, they're not anywhere near. I know they had you know some semblance of a fire department back then, but it wasn't anything that could have taken on that blaze. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think ultimately works out for, um, you know, Mrs. De Winter's in Miss, Mrs. De Winter's favor because she started, it seemed like she started not liking being there, not only because of the dark and gloom, but also she mentions several times like, oh, remember when we were traveling and like going to cafes every day? And then we yeah. find out in the end that like, you know, after the the fire, that's exactly what they're doing again. It's just like traveling around, <laughs> living yeah, in Cairo yeah. and stuff. That's pretty much like what they do then is just travel around looking. They kind of say looking for a home of their own kind of thing. Maybe once they find one, she'll finally get a name. (laughs) Right. I mean, maybe, but also like what's with the creepy like look she gives us at the end? 
direct to camera. I know. <laughs> I know. It looks like a direct second look into the camera. <laughs> like none of that really made sense because it's not like she's revealing that she secretly killed Rebecca to get on. You know, like there's no, right. she doesn't really have like a sinister role to play in this. So it's kind of no, weird. She really, like her role is like almost benign. Yeah. <laughs> or just, like almost insignificant. Like nothing that she really does actually matters. <laughs> no, not at all. Not in the slightest. <laughs> she's yeah. just like, if if nothing else, she's just like a really supportive wife in the end. <laughs> Which for a main character is not something you see very often where they're just like kind of not necessary <laughs> to the storyline. Yeah, true. We also like, yeah. interestingly, we don't even have a single flashback of Rebecca, do we? We see like glimpses of her in a dream or something, right? Well, I think that the dream is of mrs de winter she's the one who is having the dream um so she's just kind of I like don't, imagining stuff yeah i don't think we ever see rebecca we don't ever see her face or anything like that such an interesting choice for like the movie title yeah you know? i know instead of like manderley or something the name of the the house maybe mrs de winter's name <gasps> is also rebecca i don't know if you killed your wife named rebecca would you pick up another rebecca I mean, I guess if you clicked with her, maybe. It's <laughs> kind of like the question of like, if you weren't married and you, if you in like a guy with your brother's name was interested in you, would you <laughs> entertain if I, that? If I met another person on the planet with my brother's name, I would be like shocked to begin with. That's <laughs> but yeah, that would be odd. Yeah. That'd be strange. Actually, that's not true. I know two babies in the last year who were born that were both oh. named. <laughs> and both of them know my family like through sh- like shoestring relationships so uh, i'm sure both of them named their child after my brother <laughs> or like got the inspiration for the name from my brother that's so funny <clears throat> but yeah anyways <laughs> anyways maybe there'll be a sequel where she kills someone and we'll find out maybe she'll have maybe it'll also be called rebecca rebecca <laughs> too Rebecca too. <laughs> Rebecca too. Colin, je reviens. No, I was picturing Rebecca, comma T O O. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, kind of a movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's long. It's over two yeah, it hours. Is. And it is, it's, it keeps you interested because of the way it's filmed where you're expecting like something dramatic to happen, but then nothing dramatic ever actually happens. So you feel two hours when you're watching it. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Overall, I think I would recommend it. I would too. Slow. Yeah. I'd recommend to people interested in, in mysteries. Yeah. Do you have any quotes from the movie? Um, I do have a couple, yes. Um, my first one is from Mrs. Van Hopper, who was the woman at the beginning that the future Mrs. De Winter is like the lady's companion to or whatever they call her. Right. <laughs> um, show me an eligible bachelor and I'll show you a room full of women acting like they've lost their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Um. Continue while I try to find some of mine. Oh, 
All right. I um, the next one is one Max says in in like talking about Mrs. Van Hopper. He says if a lady has to pay for company, that says something about the lady, doesn't it? Ooh, true. Um, the only one that I have that is of merit is um, I forgot who said it, but they said you really mustn't dwell on the past. Very nice. The <laughs> only other one I have is. Imagine if you could bottle a memory like scent, then mm. whenever you wanted, you could open it. It'd be like living the moment all over again. Aw. Winter, before yeah. she the winter, back when she was just nameless. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so that is pretty much Rebecca. It is. Um, thanks for listening, if you've made it through this <laughs> so far. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with us. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is getting quite near to the holiday season, so we may end up watching something linked to the holiday for we next might. week. Why not? <laughs> um, and uh, in the meantime, though, if you have any suggestion on something else you would like us to watch, please let us know. You can do so on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. There we go. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>